another episode of the Ed Armstrong Podcast. We're back, it's Wednesday, you know how it is. New episode for you today. I hope this helps you. You know you're in the car, taking the kids to school, picking the kids up, you're out for a walk with the dog. You know, whatever you're doing. Hopefully you're, you know, you're doing the dishes, house cleaning, put this on in the background. You know, maybe you're going to bed. People have told me I've got a nice voice. Not nice voice, but a voice that sends them to sleep. Not sure if that's a compliment, but listen to it wherever you want, however you want. Hopefully it helps you. That is my purpose for doing this little 20 minute, 30 minute, 40 minutes, sometimes an hour, if you're lucky. Chat, one-sided chat. Me giving you some helpful information, hopefully some wisdom, some inspiration. So here we go. Today, what are we talking about? Today, there's so many things I like to talk about, but today it felt right to talk about motivation, intrinsic and extrinsic motivation. Now, again, not the most sexy topic and, you know, a lot of people probably out there talk about motivation, but I'm hopefully going to do it in a way that makes it what's the word I'm looking for? It makes it not only clear and sort of concise as to what you should be focusing on, but also a little explanation of motivation beyond the generic, you know, just get motivated and, you know, motivational videos that excite you for about 10 minutes and then you go and do something and then you're not motivated again. Because motivation's a funny one. It's like, you're never going to be fully motivated. You're never going to be never going to, I can't speak today. You're never going to be motivated all the time. It's just unrealistic. And I think a lot of people trip up with that because they think, why am I not motivated, Ed? I haven't got motivation. I don't feel like doing these things. Well, the reality is for a lot of things, you don't really feel like doing it most of the time, especially things that you don't, you know, necessarily love yet. But like even me, the gym or weight training or exercise, I love all that stuff. But I don't feel like doing it every day. It's much easier to sit on the couch and eat granola and popcorn and chocolate than to go in the gym to edge shed and do 90 minutes on the bike or, you know, an hour of weight training. You know, that's harder to do, but it's better. So that's my point about motivation. It's a funny one. And I think a lot of the internet... It's just motivational videos. Don't get me wrong. I love a motivational video, but I don't want to really be a motivational guy because I think motivation is very short-lived. It gets you fired up for 10 minutes, like I say, and then you're on your own and you think, oh, now what? Suddenly I'm not motivated. So I hope this goes deeper than just surface-level motivation. That's what I'm trying to get at. So I hope you enjoy it. Here we go. So to start with, I wanted to read an email. You know I love doing emails. For those of you who don't know, I do sort of daily emails to my email subscribers. Um, if you want to get on these, uh, you can go on to Ed Armstrong Health Instagram, click the link in the bio, sign up, easy, you've got them. Monday to Friday, minimum, little daily inspirational message slash email, helpful information for you to help you in your life. That's the purpose of all the stuff I do is to help you or to try to at least. So I'm going to read an email because I love um, reading. You know, I've, I'm hoping someone out there is listening and they want me to do their audiobook. Um, if they're going to pay me handsomely because I like doing reading stuff. I like doing voiceover stuff. You know, why not? Um, people say I've got a face and voice for radio. So here we go. Um, or I just write my own audio book and then read it. I've done a mini one before, but I'd like to do a real one. Let's manifest it now. Ladies and gents, 
I will have an audio book one day. It will be amazing. It will change lives. Yes, come on. So the email was on March the 4th. The title, this is why you're not motivated. So I'm going to read this for you. And then we're going to talk a little bit about a few examples. Hopefully people won't mind me sharing their examples. And then we'll go from there. See what happens. See what comes up. All this stuff. I don't script this stuff apart from the email. As in, I don't script the email. I write that from my heart, but now I'm reading an email, so that's technically scripted. But all the other stuff with these pods, I hope you enjoy it because I want it to be free-flowing. I want it to be a conversation. I want you to feel like you're sitting in my living room having a listen to me talking. You know, glass of wine maybe, beer, whatever. And just hopefully it helps. Here we go. The email goes. It's time to talk about motivation again today. Namely, intrinsic versus extrinsic motivation. In basic terms, intrinsic motivation comes from within, while extrinsic arises from the outside. You probably guessed that. Why is this important? When you're intrinsically motivated, you engage in the activity solely because you enjoy it and get personal satisfaction from it. When you're extrinsically motivated, you do something to gain an external reward. You've probably heard this before. But have you thought about how this works in your life? With all these goals you want, are you doing it for the enjoyment of the activity or are you doing it for the external reward? Something to think about. Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes having an external reward can be useful and motivating, sure. But which one do you think is most valuable to you and your journey of self-improvement and personal growth? If you had to focus on one a little bit more than the other. Yeah, you guessed it internal, intrinsic. The idea that we show up and do the things we know we need to do for the pure sense of joy and pleasure that the activity itself gives us. When you get this, you don't really need to worry about motivation anymore. Most people lack motivation because they're doing something they don't value and they're doing something or chasing something that they don't really want. Read that again or listen to it again. They are chasing someone else's dream or someone else's goal, thinking that it is what they should be doing and thinking that it will make them happy. But you must ask yourself, is that what you want? And is that what you value? This doesn't mean it will be easy and always be fun. No, changing your life is hard. I say it all the time. And there will be days you don't feel like doing the things you know you should be doing. But when you're internally driven and motivated, it's much easier to be excited about those things and to do them anyway because you inf you find enjoyment in the action itself, not in the result or the reward. This is really common in the health and fitness slash personal development world, people chasing the wrong things, people thinking that some end result or end destination will solve all their problems. But the truth is, happiness comes from the pursuit, from the journey. It comes from the process of daily self-improvement, the internal scorecard you keep with yourself. And this is also why people can't, can't sustain their new lifestyle for very long. People doing silly diets and silly workouts for a few weeks to get a result as quickly as possible, but they're focusing on the wrong thing, the result, the reward, the external stuff. One day when things are going well, you're motivated, but when they're not going so well, this is when the motivation very quickly fades. But when you can focus on doing the things you enjoy, and when you do those things because you value them and they make you feel good, you don't need the result. You don't even need to hit the goal. And here's the best part. You don't need to wait to feel motivated before you take action. Through your daily actions and habits, you have already become that person you are trying to become because now you're internally motivated. 
And the funny thing is, you're much more likely to hit the goal anyway when you're living like that. Not to mention the fact that you can also sustain it for your life. And maybe, just maybe, call me crazy, you can even enjoy it. There's a thought. And the best part is, this goes way deeper than just health and weight loss. This relates to everything in your life. I think you get my point. So focus on the internal scorecard. Focus on doing things that make you feel good and happy and proud of yourself. For you. No one else. Powerful that. Powerful that, isn't it? Yeah, good email, I think. Proud of that. But listen, so, I mean, that's... I just wanted to share that in case some of you aren't reading the emails and don't get the emails. I thought that was a nice intro into this episode. Um, because it just gives it a nice summary, doesn't it? Of the whole idea behind motivation and intrinsic, extrinsic. So, but it goes even deeper than that. Because that's really specific when it comes to, you know, health healthy habits and all the, a lot of the things I help people with lifestyle, healthy habits, you know, creating better routines and better structure when it comes to your sleep, your, nutri your exercise, your food, um, even career stuff, really all that stuff we cover, we talk about, um, you know, and, and that stuff will help you. The fact of, of, of trying to do something that you enjoy, you know, exercise is a great example. So walking, a lot of people, put their nose up on walking or to walking, if that makes sense. You know, oh, it's not enough. Oh, I, you know, it's, it's too easy. I can't do that. I need to do more than that. I need to go to the gym eight days a week. But the point is people don't like going to the gym necessarily. Not everyone does. I love it. Like I said, I'm not always motivated to do it, but I still love it. And my, I actually, the hardest, but the hardest bit for me is getting going. As soon as I'm in there, I feel the weight. I feel good. Do a few more. I'm in. And that's a, that's a podcast for another day. And that's a message for another day. The fact that the hardest part with doing any of these things is actually just, just taking the first movement, the step to get in there, get outside for the walk, get in the gym for the warm up set, whatever it is, put down the hot cross bun, pick up the apple, whatever you get my point. That's the hardest bit. Once we've done it, the action, we feel good about it more often than not. No one ever regrets a workout. No one ever regrets going for a nice walk unless you get, pick up an injury, but that's another story. So like walking is a brilliant example with this because you, I have so many people that I speak to or connect with that. And again, there's no judgment here. It's just the reality that aren't doing something as simple as a walk a day because they feel like it's not enough. They feel like they should be doing more. They should be going to the spin class, the Pilates class, the yoga class, the, the fitness circuit training class, you know, and they think if they're not doing that, they're not doing enough and that they're physically not going to get in great shape. But I'm here to tell you that if you're someone just starting out and that's trying to figure out where you need to go, what you need to do, and you're not really enjoying the gym or you're not really enjoying this workout program, whatever that you've done in the past, and you could only do it for a week because you did that challenge with that local gym and they pushed you to do four workouts a day. And yeah, you sure you lost 10 pounds in a week um, because you didn't eat anything and you worked out like crazy amounts and you didn't have alcohol for whatever, right? Of course you saw some quote unquote results, but are you happy? Can you sustain it? Is it a long-term strategy? Probably not. Let's, let's agree on that. I reckon fair enough. 
So for the people that are just like, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to start. And I've got, I've got to get healthy. I've got to change this. I've got to work on this, which is why I hear a lot of people, the people I kind of help, they're in that position where they're like, I, you know, I know kind of what I should be doing, but I'm not doing it, but I don't really know where to start. You know, using exercise or activity as an example with what we're talking about today is something as simple as a walk, right? Is powerful for a few reasons. One, it's very beneficial to your health, mental and physical. It's something that's simple enough that you can do it, but also enjoy it. And it's something that you can actually sustain because guess what? Most of us, if we're lucky enough to be able to be physically able enough to walk, because not everyone is, it's something that we can go and enjoy and actually do. We can say, you know what? It's not gonna be easy, of course. It's easy, like we said at the start, to do nothing, to sit on the couch and do zero. That's easy. That's not the best approach, though, if we want to change and improve our life. But it's manageable. Half an hour walk, five days a week, very manageable. And it's something that over time, you will start to enjoy. And it will start to become a habit. And it will start to become a foundation to your activity. And your exercise plan, if you even want to call it that. I don't really like to use the word plan because it sounds like, rigid and you know it's not really my style but that's a case of over time finding value in that activity and having intrinsic motivation to keep going with it you enjoy it you feel good when you're doing it and deep down you know that it might be helping with your well you know it's helping with your lifestyle and your health mental and physical over time and I guarantee if you did just walking and nothing else for a few months and you looked after a bit of your nutrition habits and you had good sleep routines and a few things like that, nothing crazy, you'd change your life. You'd become a different person and you didn't have to do anything crazy. And you can actually enjoy the walking, right? That's a great example. Unlike the opposite which is I've got to go to the gym seven days a week because my trainer told me I have to and it's what the Instagram people tell me I have to do. I hate every minute of it, but I'm doing it to lose 10 kilos. That's extrinsic. You're not enjoying it. You hate it. You're not motivated, but you're doing it for a goal, hopefully in a few weeks. Um, you know, when you're in Marbella with the girls, you can you can look a bit better and feel a bit better, right? But then what happens when we're on holiday? We can't sustain that lifestyle we just did for the last four weeks and we feel we come home, we've put on the 10 kilos again. No judgment. You know, I hope you had a good time in Marbella. Good on you. Fair play. And then you come back and you're back to square one again or worse off because you think, I can't do that again. That gave me some quote-unquote results, but now I feel terrible. And then you look for the next challenge or you look for the next crazy thing to do. And then it's just that cycle, which most people are on, off, on, off, on, you know, draining themselves even more. Um, you know, not to mention the fact that going back to that walking idea, that's an example of actually helping you with more than just your exercise. Helps with your stress levels, helps with your recovery in a way. You're doing activity and recovery at the same time in a way. You see what I mean? Most people live like this. They're stressed at home. They're stressed with the kids. They're stressed at work. They're stressed with their relationship. They're stressed with this, stressed with their food. And then they think they have to go and do more exercise. And then they become more stressed. What that's doing is putting more stress on the body. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying exercise is bad. I love exercise. Should absolutely, everyone should do it. Right, that's clear. But you've got to understand where you're at on your journey. And maybe that's not the best thing to try and do spin classes seven days a week. Maybe that's just going to add more problems. So it's about saying in that example, 
What could I do that I actually might enjoy? Why not start with that as a question rather than what do I have to do to get in shape or to get healthy? How about what can I, what can I sustain? What can I see myself doing for a few months consistently? And what can I actually maybe enjoy? Walking is a brilliant example. For a lot of people I work with, that's where we start. It sounds basic. It sounds unnecessary. It sounds too easy, too simple. But it's not about that's the end point. That's the start. And getting people to a place where they start getting a bit of a routine around walking, getting their steps in, getting their steps up. And then they start compounding other things on top of that. Oh, feel good. Did three walks this week. I haven't even seen a gym yet. but I'm feeling fitter already. Feel good. I'm enjoying it. Makes you want to do more walking. You come back and you go, well, I had a good walk. I'm going to have a good breakfast. I had good food today. I feel good. I'm going to get to bed a bit earlier. I actually don't know if I need the fourth glass of whiskey tonight. I'm going to just keep it to one. And then I'll readdress tomorrow. You see my point? So by doing these little things, it compounds positively the other way. Whereas when we're in a rut and everything's, we don't know where to start or what to do, it compounds negatively. We do one thing that's not great and then it compounds with another thing and another thing and another thing. And then before we know it, we end up, we're in, we end up in this hole. We're like, well, how did I get here? And now I don't know how to climb out and I don't know where to start. So this idea of motivation goes way beyond just, like I said at the start, you know, motivate you and get you excited and pump you up for an, uh, 10 minutes with some inspiration on Instagram. And then you go out and go for a run. Don't get me wrong. That has its place. I like all that stuff, but it goes deeper than that. And that's why I wanted to talk about the intrinsic extrinsic, the idea that there's actually, there's more behind this stuff than just, oh, I'm either motivated or I'm not. I'm either feeling like it or I'm not. No, there are activities and there are choices you can make that kind of feed themselves, right? A bit like the podcast we did last week. There are decisions and choices you can make that not only are they helping you now in the moment, but you know that they're going to help you over time because you're going to enjoy them and you're going to be able to sustain these things. That's the whole point. The whole point is not to do two weeks of crazy stuff and then get to the end of two weeks and go, I'm totally miserable. I haven't had any alcohol. I've lost five kilos, but I do not know where to go from here. And that's how most people live. And then they get back on the next one the next week. How about we change the approach? How about we go for lifestyle? How about we go for foundational lifestyle, healthy habits? And over time, we can actually start to enjoy the things we're doing. And then it becomes our new life, which is ultimately what it has to become anyway, if we're going to sustain it and adhere to it and have consistency with it, which is ultimately the only way we're going to get any of the results we want anyway, which comes back to the extrinsic. The irony is when we focus more on enjoyment, intrinsic, doing the thing for the love of the thing that we're doing, we're more likely to get the results anyway. But most people have it the other way around. They do things just for the result. If it goes well, they're happy. If it doesn't go well, they're not happy. But they don't understand that they're not going to have any long-term results anyway. Because if they're not doing something consistent, consistently for long enough, the results are short-lived anyway. You see what I mean? Huge. Right, I think I've covered the basics around that. I think hopefully that makes sense. Hopefully you're listening going, wow, yeah, that makes sense. Maybe, maybe that's where I've gone wrong. Not wrong in that beat yourself up, you know, can't believe how did you do that? How have you made those mistakes again all these years? I don't need you to beat yourself up. We don't need any more self-berating of oneself. We're, we're good enough at that as it is, right? We don't need that. But it's maybe a point of saying, actually, that, that sounds a lot like me. 
you know, I have lived like that and I haven't really seriously thought about these motivational types, for want of a better word. I haven't actually thought how I can use these to help me on my journey. You know, and this does relate a little bit to the goal setting podcast we did last week in that when you get this stuff, when you actually start to understand that it's, it goes deeper than just all this surface level stuff. So I like to talk with people about the deep stuff. You then realize that there's actually ways you can help yourself help use your mind and your body and the things that you know and the, the greater awareness you have around all this stuff to help you on your journey, to help you get to where you want to go. Isn't that the whole point? Yes, it's hard. Yes, it's definitely not easy. But if we can make it a bit more manageable and a bit more enjoyable for ourselves with all the tough, bad stuff that's going to come along the way anyway, shouldn't we do that? Shouldn't we find a way to, to be able to do that? I think so. We've got to use whatever we can. And some of these, I hope these episodes and all the emails and content stuff that I do, I hope that helps you, you know, reframe these things, that it doesn't have to be just misery and just a pain in the backside. All this stuff, oh, I've got to get healthy. Oh, I hate this. It's so hard to do all this stuff. Yeah, it is. But it can actually be enjoyable. We can actually find things that we enjoy doing. We can actually use these things and this knowledge that we now have to help us. You know, the uh, internal reward system that we talked about last week. You know, when you're pursuing something that you value, you actually feel good whilst on the pursuit. It's not about the goal, you know, and that relates to this extrinsic motivation, intrinsic and extrinsic. It's not always about getting to the end result because what is the end result? We talked about this last week. We're never just at the end and then we're done. It's a constant progress. It's constant improvement. If that's true, then we need to find a way to enjoy the constant bit of it, which is the daily disciplines, the daily routines, the daily structure, the daily progress. Um, so anyway, so we've covered that, hopefully. Hopefully that makes you think, yeah, I have thought about that, Ed. It sounds a lot like me. I'm going to change my approach. I'm going to strip it back. I'm going to say, I'm not going to try and do everything. I'm not going to do the local challenge at the gym that's two weeks to sexy. I'm not going to do the give up everything for a week and see where I'm at. I'm not going to say I'll never have a carbohydrate again or a piece of bit a piece, a bit of alcohol again. Absolutely, if you want to do that, that's your choice, of course. But you know what I mean? Maybe that's not the best approach for you right now. Maybe it's just limiting some of those things. Maybe it's saying I need to change my approach. Forget the gym for a month. Let's get the walking going. If I haven't done any activity for the last five months, it doesn't make sense to go to the gym for seven days a week, right? And then with, you know, foods and things like that, you know, and in your sleep and all these things, okay, that's a little bit harder to talk about that. But again, if you're playing the long game, it comes back to, knowing that one of your big visions and goals, I suppose, is to get healthier and to work on your routine and your structure. So just reminding yourself and reframing these things is helpful. I'm not going to bed earlier because, you know, I'm like a kid again and I'm being punished. No, it's because I want to be fueled. I want to be, I want to recover. I want to have a good night's sleep so I can get up and have a great day tomorrow and enjoy my life. So it all, it all links all this stuff. But anyway, I wanted to actually go a whole nother let sort of direction with this and talk about how this is more than just your healthy lifestyle habits and having and being healthier and happier in your life. This is actually about things you want to do and maybe you've been putting off for years and using again this newfound knowledge and awareness around how can I use this knowledge to actually help me 
start that business that maybe I've wanted to start or try that new sport that I've wanted to try for so long, but I'm too worried about if I'm going to be good enough or not, or, you know, go, go on that course. Like any of you that know me, you know, for, for a while, you'll know that my approach certainly with people I try and help actual clients that I work with, but also just listeners and readers and social media followers and all that sort of stuff. I'm all about the, the lifestyle, the well, I always talk about being a well-rounded individual. I don't think it's all about just being in great shape, but your life is in bits. I don't think it's just about having an amazing career and making loads of money, but your health's out of, you know, you're not in, you're not healthy. It's gotta be surely the goal for all of us, you know, not to tell you what your goal should be, but I think should be more of that, you know, I hate the word holistic, but I've used it. So we're going to go with it. But that approach to, let's look at my career. Let's look at my relationships. Let's look at my health. Let's look at my mental health. Not all at once, because that can, that's a surefire way to make you feel overwhelmed. But have the vision at least to be like, I want to be good in multiple areas and I want to work on all of them. But then coming back to know that we can't do them all at once. Start with the basics. And again, that's what I try to talk about with people and help people with. But I want to share an example of two sort of people I've been in touch with recently. And I want to use their example to kind of inspire you and also, you know, um, push home this point. I can't think of the word, but you know what I mean? Like stress this point about this kind of intrinsic motivation and the importance behind that and how that can not only help you be healthier, but also happier in your life. And that's what it's got to be about, surely. So I'm going to use an example of a great man I'm actually working with at the moment. Lovely bloke, doing great things. We've only started working together a few weeks ago, and he's already making great changes in his life. And I won't share his name because, you know, I don't need to. Uh, but he knows who he is listening to this. Um, and I hope he won't mind me sharing because it's going to inspire some other people. But long story short, this man has, you know, come to, to me for, for me to try and help him with his, his lifestyle and, and his health and all these sorts of things. And we're doing that. He's doing a great job of that. He's really putting in the work, which is, you know, you know, I'm only as good as the person I'm working with. If they don't show up and meet me halfway, well, I can't do anything. That's the truth. So he's meeting me there and he's doing some great things. That's the first thing to note. But, you know, one thing's come up and it's a bit of a passion project of his, if you will. And, uh, and his thing is building. He, he's, you know, loves working with his hands. A chippy at heart. I think that's what they call them. Chippies, carpenters. Yeah, I think that's right. Builders, you know, working with wood. Um, I've really butchered that. Sorry. Uh, but you know what I mean. So he likes this, but he hasn't been doing a lot of it for a while. He's made some things over the years. And I think the more we're talking about this, the more we're beginning to realize how much he enjoys doing it and how much it's a passion project for him that maybe he's sort of not neglected over the years, but but just put on the back burner. How many of you listening now can relate to that? I can. It's something you love doing, but you've never got the time or you don't ha you're not good enough to do it. You don't think anyone will enjoy it or appreciate it. You know, the list goes on of the stuff we tell ourselves. It's all nonsense. I mean, some of it's true, but most of it's nonsense. You know, so this was maybe a case of that um where he just sort of time you know life happens and you move on and you know he's busy with life and family and all these things it happens i get it but anyway this morning we actually had a conversation 
and I was saying, listen, one of the goals and one of the things I want us to work on together, more than just a PT, come on, is to say, let's get that this thing moving. Let's get you doing this thing because you enjoy it. It's a passion project, not because you need to be the next most successful, you know, chippy in all of the land and you need to make millions of dollars from it as a business. I mean, good, if that happens, brilliant, all for it. But again, coming back to the intrinsic, the question, do you enjoy it? Is it something you value? Do you want to do it? Do you get some satisfaction out of it? The process and then the result that you finish, the finished article that you make. The answer is yes. You've got to go and do it. And it's a funny thing about humans because we have these things, but we just always put them to the back for so many reasons. We either don't think we're good enough. We, th we worry about what people will say. We don't have the time, blah, 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 right? The reality is, if you value something, you can make the time for it. You know, I know all the gurus say that, but it's true. You, you, if you value something enough, you will you will make the time to do it. Um, and sometimes it takes you know people to show you a different way of looking at it, and then realizing that actually this is something I enjoy. I'm going to do it, not because I need to change the world, but because I enjoy it. Selfish act, good selfish. Selfish is not a bad thing. We got we got to do things for us. Sometimes, because if we're always putting other people first, then we don't end up doing anything we enjoy, and then we just go through life bitter and resentful and angry. That's not good. So that's an example. So anyway, this guy, we've got him starting on this thing. Who knows where it'll go? I made a joke this morning that you know he could be selling these things, these amazing projects that he's building to people in his local area, and he could be making some money off it as a side business. Amazing. But again, that's the extrinsic element. The most important thing is that we're focusing on the internal, the extrinsic. Oh, sorry, messed that up. The internal, the intrinsic. And the clues in the title, Ed. Jeez, come on. You see what I mean, though? So do it for the enjoyment. Don't do it because we need to make this, this, and this. Do it for the enjoyment. So he's going to. He's cleaning up the shed this week. He's going to make his own workshop. Sorry to his wife listening. And uh, he's going to get going with it. And it's fantastic. And I'm excited to see part of that part of his life, what can happen in that part of his life. You know, because like we're saying, it's not just about being good with your health. It's about enjoying your life and doing things for you that you want to do. And who knows what could happen? Who knows where that could go? It's exciting. You know? huge and then another example for you if that wasn't enough to just sort of you know i keep getting that phrase wrong i'm thinking of the phrase and i got it wrong in the last section and now i'm getting it wrong to push home this message i don't know why you're all listening going ed this is the phrase i can't think of it to drive drive that's it you're all laughing smiling with me to drive home the message yes thank you Another example, lovely lady who I have been messaging and emailing with back and forth recently. Again, I hope she won't mind me sharing this because it's inspiring stuff. And hopefully it'll not only help her if she's listening to this again, but it helps someone else out there. So thank you in advance. This lovely lady emailed me and just one of the things she said was, I really am, you know, she talked a little bit about some lifestyle stuff and all that, and she's doing really well in so many areas. And that's so good to hear. 
and I love getting messages like that because it makes me makes me happy. Um, but even if you get messages where you're struggling, that's okay too. That's what I'm here for. Try and help if I can. Side note. But anyway, one area she mentioned was about very similar to what we're talking about. This whole message today. She said, listen, Ed, everything's going really well. But there's one thing. She happens to be a golf fanatic. Right? I happen to love golf too. Very frustrating game. But for those of you who play, you'll know what I mean. You can feel like Tiger Woods one minute and the next minute. You feel like an amateur. One of the worst amateurs out there. I digress. Frustrating game, but a lovely game. I love it. But anyway, she says, I love golf, Ed. I've loved it for years. I've, you know, it's a game I've loved to play, but recently it's causing me so much stress and anxiety and I'm not enjoying it because I'm not getting better. I feel like I'm getting worse. I'm putting so much money into it and, you know, my ha- I'm not getting better. I'm, you know, putting all this money into training and practice and at the golf club and all this sort of stuff, right? For those of you who don't know, golf is quite an expensive sport. Uh, not to mention, you know, you've got to pay for the clubs, which are ridiculous. The course, which is quite expensive. If you're a member, it's really expensive. And then if you get a private teacher, ooh, you know, expensive. So I understand when you're putting all this money away into something, you want to be getting the results, the rewards. I get it. But anyway, she said, I'm giving up. I'm giving up. I don't want to do it anymore. And I replied, and this isn't me trying to pretend I'm a hero and to show you how amazing I am. Not at all. I just share it because it was an idea. I thought I had, and it relates to this pod. If it helps someone else out there, if you're going through something similar, even if it's not about golf, it's about something else in your life, hopefully it helps. I just replied. I said, listen, how about we take a bit of time to not focus so much on the external, the extrinsic, you know, where we're going with this. How about we don't try and beat the course record every weekend. But we don't focus on having to be the best in the club this weekend, right? Now, some people who are all about winning are going to listen to this and go, oh, this guy's a joker. You know, it's all about winning. Well, yeah, I love winning too. Sometimes if something's causing you a lot of stress and anxiety, maybe there's a different approach we could take. Just an idea, not telling you what to do, but to those people listening, who says it's all about winning, you can do what you want. But for this lovely lady, I said, listen, how about, because you're experiencing this, because you're feeling this way, just an idea, just a thought, take it or leave it. How about we don't focus on having to be the best at the club? How about we don't focus on winning the course record every weekend? How about we don't focus on reducing your handicap every weekend and, and making sure you're getting better and better and better? Because maybe that's causing you a lot of stress. Maybe that sole focus on getting better, extrinsic, being the best, um, winning all the time, et cetera, et cetera, isn't actually helping. In fact, it's making you hate the game and it's making you want to walk away from the game. And I said, listen, if you're really enjoying it, how about we just change our approach? How about we go there and we play a few rounds? That's golf terminology for you know, round, round of golf. You know that. How about we just go and play a few rounds and we just enjoy it? Don't even worry about the scorecard. Don't even... Don't even record your scores. Just go and play. Go and play for the pure fun, for the pure enjoyment. Now, people who know golf will know that even when you're trying to do that, it's the hardest game out there. It still gets you. <laughs> but we can at least try. We just go and have fun. When we play a poor shot, we don't worry about it. Next shot. We don't score. We don't worry. We just go and enjoy it. We get that love back for the game, right? We don't worry about 
going to the competitions anymore for a while. We just go and enjoy it because that's what we're missing at the moment. Now, it's totally up to you, this person, I was saying. You can leave the game or do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. But an idea, try that. Try that for a month. See how you feel. Get that intrinsic. Get that bit back that you loved and you enjoyed about the game rather than having to be the best and having to win everything because that's causing a lot of problems. And then I just, I, you know, reminded her of this, exactly what we're talking about today. This is a classic example of extrinsic versus in, intrinsic motivation and losing all love for the game. Because if we're not getting the rewards, if we're not feeling that we're getting better, when we're solely focused on that, we feel worse. We want to walk away. We don't want to do anymore. I've been there. In fact, every time I play golf, I feel like that. But listen, that's not the point, right? But when we shift to the intrinsic, enjoyment, the fun. I guarantee she's going to go back and play around and enjoy it. And she's going to get the love back for the game. And who knows where she'll go after that? Who knows if she wants to start the competitions again? Of course, that's brilliant. But right now, that seems like a great focus. And then she re responded and just said, I think we're onto something. You know, she, she, I said that. She said, I, I think that's a really good way of approaching it. And I'm going to go for that, which is amazing. And I know that's about golf. And that's an example. And some of you might be thinking, why is he giving an example of golf? I don't play golf. Don't get it, Ed. Hopefully you can understand the whole point behind that is, and the last example with my builder friend, is that there's going to be something out there that you're avoiding because you're either worried that you're not going to be good at it. You're worried about what we, what people will say. You're going to, you're worried about you know, how it will come across if people will laugh at you or if, if you know, you're just going to, you know, not be good at it. You know, it's such a classic case. I hear people say this all the time. Oh, I'm not going to, I want to do this, but I'm not going to do it because I'm not very good at it. Well, of course you're not very good at it. You just started. You haven't done it for more than a week. How about we give ourselves a little bit of time and then we can say if you're not good at it, right? But again, this is what I try to tell the people. If you find something, and this can be lifestyle, habits, this can be health stuff, exercise, passion projects, career stuff. If you want to do something and you really have this burning desire to do this thing that you enjoy, you know you enjoy, or you might enjoy, but you want to give it a go, you've got to give it a go. And you've got to remember this podcast and you've got to remember the idea behind motivation, intrinsic, extrinsic, knowing that it won't always be there, knowing that there'll be many days you don't feel like doing it, but that's okay. Because if you can come back and say, actually, I'm doing this for the love of it, without the results, without the rewards. I'm doing it because I enjoy it. And I'm going to do that passion project that I've been putting off for the last 20 years because I don't think I'm good enough, because I don't think I have time, because I'm not sure how it will come across, what people will say or people will think. Who cares? Do it for you. Enjoy it. And find the fun in the actual process of the thing you're doing, not the rewards, the awards, the accolades, the likes, the follows, the downloads, all of that stuff, right? Do it for you because you enjoy it. And that is intrinsic motivation 101. And I think hopefully from this episode, you'll begin to realize that maybe that's a good approach. And if you haven't tried it in the past, maybe that's the approach for you to try for a little bit. You know, when I think about me doing this show, I'm doing Instagram, I'm doing emails. You know, I'm going to get vulnerable now. Coming close. I don't get that many listens on this show. I know what you're thinking. What? Ed, you're brilliant. How's that possible? Well, you know, yeah, thank you. I agree. 
but I don't. Don't get nearly as many as I would like. I, I put a video up. I get about four likes, two comments. Thank you for the people who comment, by the way. Right? I do an email. Not many people open it. Right? A few people complain. <laughs> a few people, you know, unsubscribe. It's not a problem. I mean, it hurts a little bit. But then my point is, that's all the external stuff. The rewards, the accolades, the likes, people telling me how amazing I am. Again, if I focus solely on that, I wouldn't do any of this stuff. I wouldn't record this podcast if I just looked at the downloads and the numbers of people listening. I wouldn't do it. Wow. Someone's upstairs absolutely, like, sounds like they're just breaking glass just because I'm on a podcast. Cheers. Cheers, lads. Wow. I'm going to keep that in. You know, this is what it's like when you don't have a podcast studio. I've completely lost where I'm going. Phenomenal. He either flushes the toilet, you know, just as I'm doing the pod, or he breaks glass upstairs. Unbelievable. Wow. Um, completely throw me off there. The point I'm making is I wouldn't do any of this. <laughs> back to it. I wouldn't do any of this if it was purely for the extrinsic. That's what I'm trying to get across to you. If it was purely to become famous, I don't want to be famous. No, thank you. I want to be impactful, make an impact. Oh, God, yes. Not fake. No, no, no. Don't want that. If it was purely to be famous, if it was to be, you know, make billions of dollars as an influencer, if it was to get all the likes and the comments, all the shares and all that stuff and all the listens, I wouldn't do it because I don't get any of that stuff. You see what I mean? But I do it because I love it. I do it because I truly enjoy this. And I hope other people enjoy it too. I truly enjoy the process of adding value to the world. And I truly enjoy recording a podcast, doing a video, doing a sending an email. I love it for the enjoyment that it gives me, the intrinsic reward, the intrinsic motivation. And then who knows if that stuff happens, if I impact more and more people over time, well, that's an added bonus. But if I purely focus on that, I wouldn't do any of it anyway. And the point is you cannot get to that point where you do actually make an impact in this example without doing the stuff for a long enough time without any of that anyway, because it's not going to be there at the start, is it? And that's the same for you. So I hope that helps. So I think that'll do. That's 45 minutes. Perfect for a walk. Take it out on a walk. Topical what we just discussed. Hope that helps. I really do. Uh, apologies for a few of the background noises. As I say, you know, I'm doing my best. I've got people knocking on windows, people knocking on doors, postmen coming from every angle. Um, but we uh, we're a pro. We just keep going. We try to be anyway, pretend, act as if nothing is happening. Nothing's going wrong. Except I don't really do a good job of that because I always bring it up. So if you couldn't hear it the first time, I basically bring all attention to it. <laughs> Anyway, trying my best. Um, so I hope that helps. I really hope that was a helpful episode. You know, I'm trying to do my best to bring more value each week to you on this format. Um, if you think it is helpful and it gives you value and you think it could help your family, your friends, share it with them. Share the show. That, that does me a massive um, favor, as in that's how I grow the show. And I don't do any paid ads or anything like that because well, I don't really know how to, but it's all organic growth. And people that hear about the show are from friend referrals, family referrals, and that's how I'd love to build the show. So we're going to keep trying to do that as best I can. Hope that helps. 
you need anything, reach out. I'm an email away or DM away. And I uh, really hope that helped you today. And uh, enjoy and focus on the intrinsic, not just the extrinsic. And I think you'll uh, you'll surprise yourself. And I think you'll find that you'll be able to do those things you're trying to do a lot easier than you once found them before. So have a great day. Much love. Talk to you on the next one. Cheers. Thank you.